This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the 100 bucks is Jose Avila. He is a 17-year-old that doesn't want to go to college and he wants to start his own business. For your chance to win 100 bucks, just like Jose, every Monday morning, simply subscribe to this podcast on iTunes right now and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. Folks, many of you heard I made a big league acquisition of a business, nathanlacka.com forward slash send later is the name of the business. And I didn't want to give up equity to a developer because I'm a business guy. So what I did is I used a website to find a guy named He Shiming. I paid He over $12,000 to help me build send later. And the site that I am using now is called Topdoll at nathanlacka.com forward slash T-O-P. T-A-L. I will build Send Later into a big business and I will take it public by the time I turn 30. I'll tell you more later on in the episode. Top Tribe, this is episode 419. Coming up tomorrow morning, you're going to learn from Jordan Hales and how they went from $70,000 in 2015 to 100 k already in 2016 with an info product for writers. Top Tribe, what is going on this morning? Our guest today is Cam Duty. He's the co-founder and president of Bellhops, the largest and fastest growing tech-enabled platform in the 20 billion plus moving and delivery space. Responsible for raising over $21 million in venture capital from some of the most prestigious investors in the world and recently awarded the 2015 Auburn University Young Entrepreneur of the Year. This is his second time on. Before you listen to the rest of this, go listen to the first time Cam was on in episode 56. That's nathanlacka.com forward slash the top five, six. Cam, are you ready to take us to the top? I am, man. Glad right. to be here. Let's do this. Hey, so for people that maybe didn't understand from the first interview, tell us real quick, what does Bellhops do and how do you generate revenue? Yeah, so the, the idea around, the way you should think about Bellhops is we are a completely new breed of moving company. Uh, taking on an enormous space. And like, you, so if you think about your options before you, you had two, it's either you, you rent a truck and beg your friends to come and help you, uh, which is what most of America does. Actually 75% are do it yourselfers, or you hire a local moving company. And the difference in price between those two uh, options funnels, you know, 75% of the country into like giving up a weekend and sweating it out and being miserable. And, uh, and so Bellhops is making full service moving experiences accessible for everyone uh, in a really simple uh, and enjoyable way. So we contract college kids all over the country, athletic college students, um, and our platform operates very similar you know, to the way a lot of these consumer platforms operate like Uber and, and Postmates. But uh, our Bellhops pick up jobs, communicate through the, through the, you know, the, to the customer through the app. Uh, it's just super simple for the customer. It is, you know, we're delivering moving experiences at a fraction of the cost of what you typically find in the moving space because our prices, uh, our, our technology allows us to minimize a ton of fixed overhead. And, uh, and we're really carving out that niche of that middle market, you know, like the people living in apartments or one or two bedroom houses where moving companies have been overkill, uh, 
we're now uh, able to, to tr- you know, change consumer behavior and stop people from having to, to, to deal with the dread of actually moving yourself while also being a, an affordable simple alternative to traditional movers. And Cam, what are you guys at? When I was reviewing the data from last episode, is this right? You were doing about 400K per week in transaction volume, something like that? So that is, you know, that's the moving, uh, I think I must have talked to you at peak uh, moving moving time. (laughs) But there is some seasonality to it. But we, the company is growing absolutely incredibly fast. And, uh, and our, you know, revenue numbers have year over year have, since I last talked to you, have, have, uh, have more than, than doubled and, and, uh, we've, we've got a lot going on. It's been really, really exciting. So what was for people that didn't hear kind of the, the, the numbers on the last episode, what year was the business founded in and what was first year revenue? So we founded the company, we raised our seed round in late 2012 and okay. so 2013 was our first year and we did, uh, about 400 K in sales the first year. Uh, which was 2013. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what'd you do in 2015? Uh, we, 2015, we did, uh, let's see, 14 would have been, um, 15, we did, uh, six. Okay. Six million. Yep. And then, and that's transaction volume or profit? That's, uh, well, that's, that's gross revenue. Gross but, revenue. Okay. Uh, it's not, you know, un- unlike a lot of other businesses where, our unit economics are extraordinary. We, we have, uh, you know, we have really healthy, uh, gross margins and, and, uh, they're getting better by the day, especially as we start launching, uh, our fleet of, uh, trucks, which is the next biggest strategic initiative for the company. So I want to dive in on a few of those things. I imagine the reason you're going into the fleet of trucks is because that was probably your largest expense and you wanted to figure out how to own that. So you get increased margins before we go there and you confirm or deny that that's the reason you did it. You said that you have really healthy gross margins currently. What are current gross margins? So uh, we well, we sell multiple things, but our bread and butter is you know this isn't Uber in that uh, you know we are coming into our, our customers' house houses and and working for hours with them, you know, interacting with their families, and and so labor is a is a is our biggest um, form of income, and then we offer a protection plan, uh, unlimited protection plan, and. and uh, trucks also are are, a, um, are another uh, uh, income stream for us, but uh, we have sixty five percent gross margins on labor. Okay, so sixty five percent gross margins on on labor. I'm not Cameron. You're gonna have to educate me. I'm not sure I know what that means when you say on on labor. Let's do it. Let's do an average transaction. Let's say someone pays. What's the average someone pays you to move them? So our our margins are between sixty and seventy percent of total order value. Got it. Okay, that's helpful. Uh, and do you include above that kind of gross margin line? Do you accrue labor above that as a cost of goods sold? Uh, of course. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. So let's do let's do like an average thing. So I go to Bellhops. I want to move. I'm in Austin, Texas, or I'm in one of your cities. What am I going to pay you on at? What's your average kind of move price? Uh, so yeah, so our our average full service move is currently right under 400 bucks. Okay. Which is uh, you know if you were to go to to two minute truck or or you know another local moving company out there for the jobs that we're doing, you know, we're making moving accessible for the smaller residences, right? We're not, we are, our bread and butter isn't the six bedroom house with pianos and antiques. Um, so we're moving a lot of like one, two, three bedroom houses and apartments. And, uh, and you know, what you would traditionally find with some of those, the other companies in the moving space would be, um, you know, a lot more than that. 
Yeah. Um, but we also have, you know, our customers can book us for labor only services as well. You just need us to like load up a truck. Um, so, uh, you know, we have a one hour minimum with one bellhop and that could, that could cost you 40 bucks. So yeah, you're basically buying muscle, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So if your average move is 400 bucks, uh, and you did 6 million last year in revenue, you did about, about 15,000 unique jobs, something around there. So, uh, full service, remember, is something that we're rolling out now. Got it. Uh, and so last year, our average order value was, was closer to like 170 bucks. Got uh, it. Okay. Yeah. So if we do the average move kind of cost structure, you've got 400 bucks for the average move. You've got a 60% gross margin, which means you have costs on the 400 of about 160. Is that right? Uh, so <laughs> you're making me... I know. I'm making you think early on a, on a whatever today is. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, and, and when I say 65% gross margins, that's taking out like the, the majority of, of uh, the, the 35% there is the labor piece, right? So 65% is, is after we pay our, our kids for labor. So let's do that. On a $400 sale, what are you paying for labor on average? So on a, 400, a $400 move, you know, that's a move between like, let's say it's three hours. Yep. Uh, so that's 98% of our jobs have two or more bellhops um, on the job. So that's, we charge around, it depends on the market, but around 40 bucks an hour per bellhop. So, so 240. Yeah, right. Plus the, you know, we, uh, 125 bucks for a truck. So two uh, bellhops for three hours each is a total of six working human hours at 40 bucks or 30 bucks an hour, 40 bucks an, an hour. So that's the 240 and then 125 for the truck. Yeah, right. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So total cost just for the truck and labor come out to what? 340, 50, 375, 365. So you're making 25, 35 bucks on that move if it's 400 total. No, we're making, we're making 70% margins on that. So it would be, uh, you know, the, I mean, let me get the calculator out here. Yeah. 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 I'm doing something wrong with the math. That's why I wanted to go deeper on this. Yeah. So on, let's just say on a $400 job, we're making, you know, somewhere, somewhere around 200, between 250 and 280. On the, and gross margin? Uh-huh. Yep. So, so help me. I, I'm doing something wrong here. If your move is 400, you're doing two bell hops at three hours a pop. So it's six hours total. Your labor cost is 240-ish, right? Uh, no, we're, we pay our bell hops uh, between 13 and 15 bucks an hour. Oh, got it. Got it. So on a $400 move, your costs are only on labor, like 140 something like that? Yeah, exactly. That's got it. Got it. Got it. The truck's 125. Got it. This makes sense. Okay, perfect. Gross margins. Boom. Now I'm not going to go into net margins because I imagine a ton of what you make under the line you're in reinvesting in marketing and sales and a bunch of this stuff, right? Yeah, we can talk about contribution margin. I'm happy to share the numbers there. Yeah. So, what's that? Yeah. Contribution margin uh, right now is around 50 bucks in okay. order. Uh, and, uh, and we, we've got a lot of things and, and, uh, with full service jobs, it's it's way higher than that. So we're a we're a company that's is profitable on the first move um, from a contribution margin. And, and Cam, this is one of the first times contribution margin has come up on the show. Can you educate our audience? What does that mean? It's basically uh, it's it's basically think about like your your take. What is your what is your take? Not taking into account your fixed expenses, right? So like your office, your salaries, your, the things that, that don't scale with order volume, uh, that is below the, the line. Uh, yeah. And so basically it's, it's, it's your take. It's, it's how much every order of yours contributes to 
reducing your fixed expenses, right? Yep. yep. It's a, yeah, that you said it beautifully. It's everything like what it contributes again before fixed costs. That's, that's exactly right. Yeah, you got it. Okay. That's so, an incredible metric for companies to, to pay attention to. Well, it's, you know what uh, the battleground always is, Cam, especially in our day and age where you have like employees versus independent contractors or like virtual team versus non virtual Everyone, there's always this big debate about what kind of what you include above the line on contribution margin versus what you push under. And people play games with this when they go to raise capital and it pisses a lot of VCs off. Yeah, totally. Um, You let's go there real quick. You've had a lot of success here. What's the latest uh, funding number? How much have you raised? Uh, We we closed our Series B uh, the end of last year and uh, we raised 13 and a half. Um, so today we've raised uh, almost 22 million. 13 and a half. I imagine that was a priced round, right? Uh, yeah, it was. We we don't disclose that, but uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He see Cam knows this is the second time, so he knows I'm asking that because I'm about to set up and go. So what was the valuation? <laughs> He's getting ahead of it. That's good. Uh, you're not bashful to ask for numbers. Hey, you have to, right? That's how we learn. So we won't talk about valuation. Um, let me talk to you though about uh, like growth. Where are you going to spend that money? Is it really was that just so you can get into buying trucks? So, you know, trucks go into it for sure. Uh, but, you know, the, the truck cost for us is, is something we're actually uh, we're actually doing. We're, we're doing long term leases with partners uh, mm. like Penske and Enterprise and, and budget. Um, but anyway, uh, you know how what we're going to be doing, what we do with that is 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 uh, I mean, we have 100 full time employees at headquarters now. Uh, and so a lot of that, you know, it's just, it's just runway for us to continue to execute. Yep. Um, we've still done very little paid acquisition because, you know, this is a very unique business in that, um, searchability is king, right? Your customers that, that, that have to be able to find you because people that are moving have intent. Yep. And, uh, you know, if we were to buy billboards and things of that nature, you know, at any one time, you're only, you know, speaking to 1% of the population because it's not like, like Uber or Postmates where everybody can use you at any one time, right? And so we are focusing on creating an absolutely incredible customer experience, which, which then turns into word of mouth. I mean, we are so unlike traditional moving companies with, our, with the ease of booking, with the quality of workforce, with the costs uh, associated with moving, we're, we're totally, we're in a completely new ballpark and making hands-free moving accessible for everyone. We're the first company to do that. And, and so when people can find us and when they hear about us, it's, it's, uh, for most people, it's an easy decision. To, to put a line to, to SEO. Sure. SEO is big. Um, Give me a search term. Somebody would search where they'd land on you. So we're pulling customers. We're splitting this market between the, the 40 million do-it-yourself movers a year and then there's the, the other 10 million that are hiring movers. Uh, we're pulling them from both sides. So search terms for DIYers are totally different than traditional movers. So give, me, got, give me a traditional mover search term. I want to plug it in and just see what happens. Yeah, movers, like movers Chattanooga or movers, uh, you know, Atlanta or, you know. Um, Interesting. Moving companies, movers. Uh, you know, those are the big the biggest ones. And then for the DIY side, it's like moving boxes or truck rental. Uh, or or storage in some cases. Yeah, um, yeah. This is yeah. a frag. I'm just looking at the search results. This is a fragmented market. Oh, it's crazy. Like, there's there's 15,000 local moving companies. Yeah. 
this is fragmented and it's like old and like rusty and like you're like brightly lit right now a young guy like fresh face for moving right <laughs> i mean we we are truly you know we're there are very very few players that are investing in technology in this space because of the fragmentation it's, it's mainly mom and pops so how do you beat like thumb t- like a company like thumbtack cameron so Thumbtack is a middleman to, to provide, uh, you know, those same fragmented services and companies to customers that, that land there. We are changing every part of the moving process with our own product. So we're sourcing our bellhops, putting them through our orientation program. We're giving them our technology. Uh, we are, um, we're, we're owning the customer experience from booking to, to completion, the payments, everything's changed. Um, and it's, uh, it's, we're bringing continuity to a nationwide service, you know, we're in 85 cities now and, uh, the services that you'd experience in Denver would be the exact same services that you would experience in Nashville. Is a major advantage you guys have is your network of bellhops and recruiting and maintaining that network? Um, so of course, I mean, our bellhops are, are treated like royalty in our company. How many do you have? So we have uh, thousands. Um, yeah, we have thousands of active bellhops on, on the platform across our footprint. I want your opinion on Dolly. I'm hoping you've heard of them. Get uh, Dolly.com. And the reason I'm asking about them, we had Chad Whitman on, the CEO, back in episode 121. How do yep. you compete? Uh, how, do you see them as competition? And if so, how do you compete with a company like that? So Dolly uh, is a super cool product, um, and we certainly are familiar with those guys and, and, uh, and, and wish them well. You know, honestly, we don't see them as competitors. They're, they're really focused Cam, on... Cam, you're so freaking nice. You're so... I'd be like, I do not wish them well. We want to beat the hell out of them. We want to win. <laughs> uh, you know, we are... This is a 20... The moving industry, the 25% of Americans that, that hire traditional movers is a $20 billion space. I mean, the, there's a lot of room to play here, but they're really in the single item local delivery space. Yeah. You know, they, they are like two guys in a pickup truck. Yep. We, we are dealing in the whole residence moving solution. Everything from labor to trucks to boxes and packing materials to storage. We're, we are becoming a one-stop shop for the entire moving process. Now, what's exciting about what they're doing is moving is not just moving day, right? It's like a 30 or 40 day process. And so before actual moving day, you are buying things on Craigslist, selling things on Craigslist. You're, um, you are taking stuff to and from storage. You're, you are, are donating things to charity and a company like that, that is really nimble and more on demand for just single item jobs. Uh, that's, that's exciting. And so we're certainly keeping our finger on it, but it's, it's, uh, it's a completely different company. You know, yeah. it's, it's more of a transactional type thing. You know, you pick something up, you drop something off. We're, we are bringing people who are coming into your home, interacting with your families, like I said earlier, and spending hours with you. And it's, it's just a completely different uh, business model. What do you think you'll do in gross revenue here in 2016? Uh, we, we, we don't, we're not going to disclose what's your, revenue. What's something, that would, what's something that would make you really happy if you hit in 2016? Uh, a billion in sales? That makes God, that question almost always works when people say no. And then I ask, well, what's your dream? But you, you answer that perfectly if you want to stay vague. All right. That was good. So, but you did, you did say you did 6 million in 2015 and you've raised a bunch of capital. So I'm assuming they're wanting what, 20, 30, 40% year over year growth rate. So Cam's not confirming or denying this, but I'm going to say 12 million in 2016 would make him very happy. He's uh, smiling. He's smiling. I win. 
think you're, I think you're undershooting the 20 or 30 or 40 percent growth. All but, right. Uh, Some more. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> awesome, Cam. Well, hey, if people want to follow you and connect you online uh, as you kind of go on this journey, where can they connect with you? Yeah. So LinkedIn, hit me up there. Um, you know, if, uh, if you have questions or anything like that, just ping me there. Uh, and, uh, you know, definitely check out our website, getbellhops.com. We're in 85 cities across the country and, uh, we're, we're truly the new face of moving. We're taking a really dark antiquated space and, and bringing excitement and, and joy and, and enjoyability to this. Yeah. All right, guys, very quickly, many of you heard I acquired Send Later at NathanLatka.com forward slash Send Later. And here's the thing. I don't want to hire a big team. I'm a business guy, though, so I need developers. So what I did is I found this little website. I found this guy named He Shiming. I paid him over $12,000 to help me keep building this business, which I will take public by the time I turn 30. So it's called Toptal. Okay, and what Toptal does, it's a network of elite pre-vetted software developers. Basically, I told Toptal what I was looking for. They search their network for the best people. They even test the candidates, which saves me time. And then they just said, Nathan, here, use this candidate. They meet your individual needs and boom, I'm off to the races. So once you pick someone on Toptal, you can start working with them the next day. Now, for my people, Toptal's offering a no-risk trial period that you can get at NathanLatka.com forward slash T-O-P-T-A-L. Again, NathanLatka.com forward slash Toptal to get started. This is perfect if you're a business person listening that doesn't know how to incentivize or find a technical co-founder. Go to NathanLatka.com forward slash Toptal and get started building your app now. Cam, are you guys, you raised capital last year. You're, uh, what was that, like 12 months ago, you said? Uh, it was, we closed around in uh, December. Oh, got it. So never mind. I was about to say, you, you might be in the phase where you're either raising another round of capital right now or you're selling the business, but you still have maybe six or seven more months to figure out what you're doing with the capital you already raised, right? Yeah, we've got, you know, we've got a lot of runway right now. We're just heads down executing. What are you burning per month in cash? Uh, I, we won't go there. <laughs> is it, is it, is it, I mean, is it, it's obviously a number you're comfortable. Well, actually, let me ask it differently. Uh, so think about it this way, you know, yeah. you know, we're building a company to take on a multi-billion dollar space. And so we, you know, our engineering team, we have over 20, I think we're at 23 engineers now. Yep. Um, and, uh, we have a hundred full-time headquarters. This is a complicated business. You know, we have, we have, uh, the bellhops operation side, we have customer operations, we have, uh, marketing, we have product engineering, uh, we have business intelligence, finance. It's a, you know, building a platform is a, is a really complex business and, uh, and rightfully so to take on this space. Um, if you're going to own the process from end to end, you have to be doing all of it. And, uh, and so we're preparing to take on that multi-billion dollar space. And, and so we're burning, you know, we are burning, but we, um, I asked the wrong question though, Cam, what I was really trying to get to is where you handle risk and risk tolerance as an entrepreneur. How many, how many months of, you don't have to disclose any individual number, but how many months of runway are you comfortable operating under? Uh, I mean, you know, I think it makes, it makes sense to start thinking about raising uh, a new round. You know, any round should get you between, you know, 12 and, and 18 months of runway. Perfect. Right? That's what I want to know. Yeah. That's great. Awesome. Well, we will link to the way to connect you in the show notes at NathanLacka.com forward slash the top 419. Again, forward slash the top 419. Cam, we're going to go through the famous five really fast rapid fire. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Number one, favorite business book. 
Yeah, I'm going to go with a non-business book that taught me some incredible business lessons. Uh, it's called Jaeger, Y-E-A-G-E-R. And it's about the guy that broke the sound barrier, the, the test pilot, um, you know, just overcoming obstacles, dealing with stress uh, and, and going into uncharted territory. That's, that's what we all do in, in startups. And man, it's a freaking amazing book. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Uh, yeah, Phil Knight and, uh, his new book, Shoe Dog was pretty awesome. Yep. Number three, favorite online tool like FreshBooks. Yeah. Uh, I gotta say Google inbox just runs my life. <laughs> uh, Flights, email, everything, right? Yeah, yeah, it's it's great. Number four, yes or no? Do you get eight hours of sleep every night? Uh, well, I try to, but I also have a newborn that's teething right now. Oh, so. wow! How how old? Like a couple months? No, she's well, she's almost a year now. That's when the teeth come in. That's when that's when it gets real uh, iffy. So, and how old are you, Cam? I'm thirty. Okay, so you're thirty. You got a little one. Is that your only one, or do you have more 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 no, little ones? Just one. All right, just one. Obviously, uh, I think married. So yes or no, are you, uh, sorry, take us back 10 years. Last question. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Yeah, I told you this last time. Uh, we started the company when, when, when I was 25, I wish I would have started it when I was 20 or right out of college. You know, there is no better time. If you are considering starting a company, uh, there is, there is absolutely no better time in your life to do it than when you're right out of school. You know, you don't have you don't have the, you know, a mortgage, you don't have a, a family, you don't have kids. Every day that you wait after graduating is going to get harder and harder for you to, to bite the bullet and do something risky. Yep. You guys heard it here from Cam. And listen, you know, I'm tough on guests. Cam's one of these guys is down to earth. He, he avoids the PC. He's, he's smart about answering the questions. He avoids the ones he really can't answer, but he still is really, really transparent in an industry. Quite frankly, that's not some sexy online you know, software thing, but it's an old industry. He's totally turning on his head. Launched in 2013, did 400 grand in sales, did 6 million 2015. Going to do way more than that in 2016. Raised over $20 million with healthy, healthy unit economics in over 85 cities to help you with your next move. Cam, thanks for taking us to the top. Dude, thank you, Nate. If you enjoyed Cam today, go back and listen to Matt Schwartz yesterday. He's an executive recruiter who made 1.1 million in 2015 with super high profit margins. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday.